0: Welcome to the Kitchen Table Theology podcast, where Pastor Jeff Cranston, along with our host, Jen Denton, will discuss biblical theology in an understandable way. You'll discover how to apply biblical truth to your life. Thanks for joining us at the table. Let's get started.
1: Well, hello again, y'all, and welcome back to Kitchen Table Theology. I'm your host, Jen Denton, and along with Pastor Jeff Cranston, we believe what R.C. Sproul once said. Mindless Christianity is no Christianity at all. You can't love what you don't know. We all want the love. But we don't want to necessarily dig for the knowledge. But love flows out of
2: good doctrine. It
1: does. And good theology. It does. And that's what we get the opportunity to do today. As we begin another podcast, we are going to do a continuation of what we started in our last episode. You want to give us a little bit of a recap of of what we're attempting to do here?
2: Yeah. So we're taking two podcasts as a parenthesis to... Talk about the five solas of the Reformation. Solas is the word meaning only or alone, a Latin word. And the Reformers had five that they kind of rallied around. sola Scriptura, which we talked about on the last podcast, Scripture alone. Solas Christus, in Christ alone. And today we're going to finish, and it's going to be a fairly Brief, I think, mm-hmm. I think shouldn't have you said never that know. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we know, ne- we don't know, but podcast on sola gratia by grace alone, sola fide through faith alone and soli deo gloria to the glory of, of God alone. And so, so last week, sola scriptura, solus Christus. So next comes sola gratia and that's grace alone. And that particular doctrine is based on Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. So Miss Jen, if you wouldn't mind to read that for us.
1: For you are saved by grace through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift, not from works, so that no one can boast.
2: We all love that verse.
1: We do. And it's a great tie-in to what we talked about in our freedom from the law before we kind of took a little bit of Two a,
2: podcasts ago, a turn. ago, yeah.
1: So if you haven't checked that out, then go back and, and
2: review that one. Yeah. So the Reformation, and we're talking about the early 16th century to mid-16th century. The Reformation, like the gospel, proclaimed the grace of God. Salvation is by grace, has its source, in grace is the ultimate expression of God's grace. God saves those who are undeserving of salvation. I think we've made that very clear through the last couple years. God's grace saves those who are unable to accomplish their salvation. That's all of us. So salvation is, from beginning to end, the work of God alone. Salvation is not earned. It's a gift of God that is freely given, Mm. what Jen just read there in Ephesians 2. Now, over against the teaching of sola gratia, we're going back You know, to the the Reformation was occurring within the Roman Catholic Church. Rome taught that the salvation of sinners is due, at least in part, to merit. We're saved by grace. They agreed with that, Mm -hmm. but not by grace alone. So the Reformers put that grace, that sola in there, only or alone. So Rome was teaching that God's grace cooperates with us, so that salvation is due partly to the grace of God and partly to human merit. That may be the sinner's own merit, or the merits of the saints, or the Virgin Mary could be applied to you, and they were those merits. How did you get those? You bought them, and you paid money called for th- something called an indulgence. Mm. And as I said last time, if you ever wondered how all those ma- magnificent cathedrals were built all over Europe, in many cases, this is how, the selling of indulgences. So what was an indulgence? An indulgence was a, r- a way for you to reduce the amount of punishment you were going to undergo for your sins. Mm. And the Reformers rejected this teaching. They asserted that salvation is the work of God alone, not God and man. And Luther asked, for if it is by my own effort that I obtain the grace of God, what need have I of the grace of Christ in order to receive it? Or what do I lack when I have the grace of God? Well, it's just so
1: limiting. Like, that's what I'm thinking. What if you were in a financial position where you couldn't necessarily
2: pay for these things?
1: Then You lived the-
2: in fear and terror. Wow. Wow! Yeah.
1: Wow. So we've covered sola scriptura, *Sola Christus sola gratia, and next is sola fide, and this comes from Romans 3, 28, and I'm going to read that for us. For we conclude that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law.
2: A person is justified by faith apart from, Mm -hmm. right, yeah, yeah, the the works of the law, and we talked about the law a couple of podcasts Mm -hmm. ago. Salvation is by grace alone, and then through faith Alone, The righteousness on account of which we are righteous before God, this is not something within us. It's not innate. It's not an acquired righteousness that we present ourselves to God. The righteousness on account of which we are righteous before God is solely the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ applied to us Mm. from the cross. That righteousness is ours by faith as we place our faith alone Mm -hmm. in Jesus Christ. And what underscores the truth that we are righteous by faith alone and not by our own works is the truth that even the faith by means of which we are justified, that faith is the gift of God. So Mm -hmm. that faith is not just our own faith. God gives us the gift of faith that we might even come to him. And that's just pretty incredible Mm -hmm. to me. He gives and he works faith. In the elect, and that that really is grace. That is grace. You know, it points us back to grace. So, in Scripture alone, and this is, you know, our salvation and our our rule of faith and practice, in Scripture alone, through Christ alone, by grace alone, through faith alone. And that leads us to our last sola, Soli Dio
1: Gloria. Paul writes in Romans eleven thirty six. 36. Tell us a little bit about that after I read the scripture. From him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Soli Dio
2: Gloria. To him be the glory forever. That's where they draw, draw that from. So the reformers are teaching these truths, these, these five main solas, because, well, let's just look, they, they taught scripture alone, Christ alone, grace alone, faith alone, because they had a zeal. For the glory of God alone, solely deo gloria. They understood this to be the overarching teaching of Scripture. And they saw this to be the great goal of the saving work of Christ. And they were convinced that this was the purpose of salvation by grace and through faith that God and not any man, not any person mm-hmm. must be glorified, God alone. And again, these reformers are coming out of the Roman Catholic Church. So there's no glory to be given to a pope. Mm -hmm. There's no glory to be given even to Mary. Mm -hmm. I mean, we love and appreciate Mary, but Mary was a sinner like us. We don't get merits from her. We don't get merits from the saints, and we throw some glory toward the saints. Nope. All the glory goes to God alone. That's where the salvation is rooted, where it comes from. And we want to live, they taught our entire lives, for and to the glory of God. Paul said it pretty simply in 1st Corinthians 10:31 he says so whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do do everything for the glory of god that's the christian life right there mm-hmm. and that was the reformed view of the christian life soli deo gloria everything everything i do to the glory of god so let me let me wrap that up the, those five truths are what The Reformation and the people of the Reformation were all about. But we talk about, and we we haven't done it so much here, but whenever you study the Reformation, you're going to study people. Mm -hmm. Zwingli, Melanchthon, John Calvin, John Huss, John Wycliffe, William Tyndale, Martin Luther. So the Reformation, though, it's not about the people who are behind it. It's about the Bible, which inspired it, Mm -hmm. and what it propagates. Faith alone, Scripture alone, through Christ alone, grace alone, to the glory of God alone. Let us, really, let us be able to say, as Martin Luther said, when he had to stand before his accusers to defend his beliefs and his writings, he said this, Unless I am convinced by the testimony of the Scriptures, or by clear reason For I do not trust either in the Pope or in councils alone, since it is well known that they have often erred and contradicted themselves. And he's saying this to one of the councils. Mm -hmm. He says, unless I'm convinced by testimony of the scriptures or by clear reason, I am bound by the scriptures I have quoted, and my conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and will not recant anything, since it is neither safe nor right to go against my conscience. May God help me. Amen. Hmm.
1: And I think that's a good point for you to bring up because the whole time we've been studying this over the the last couple of episodes, I can't help but kind of be in awe a little bit, not full reverence, but in awe of these individuals who are really, they're putting everything on the line they for did. this. Yeah. And and even in the midst of that, the irony is they're saying, but no, 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 this is not about us. We're not doing this, you know, mm-hmm. to be these these great, you know, we're going to go against the system, you know fight against the man, so to speak. It's not about us. It's about the truth. And that's, yeah, that's
2: kind of amazing. Well, they lost reputation at least. Mm -hmm. And in many, many, many cases, they lost their lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fox's Book of Martyrs is an incredible read. It's hard to read, but it's a chronicle Mm -hmm. of the martyrs, uh, young women, young men, and I'm talking teenagers, Mm -hmm. to older people who, because of their belief and these five solas and living a life according to Scripture, they were killed for it. Mm-hmm. And they it wasn't pleasant mm-hmm. in any any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm.
1: And we talked about this last time. And you're talking about burning at the stake. Oh, yeah. Type it, was, of, it was ugly. But yet still professing mm-hmm. what they believed until the, mm-hmm.
2: the literal very end. And the, the Bible we hold in our hand today is, is due to them. Mm-hmm. The doctrines we hold to today can be traced to them. Mm-hmm. But not only to them, but... The doctrines we hold to today are traced in scripture mm-hmm. but until they came along, those doctrinal truths were clouded mm-hmm. people didn't didn 't know so many people were they, they just they couldn 't read mm-hmm. they didn 't have you 're talking just a few years, not long after the Gutenberg printing press mm-hmm. so you couldn 't go to the bookstore and and buy a a bible mm-hmm. um, and if you did have access to a Bible, it was written in Latin. Mm-hmm. And only the educated were able to read Latin. And so the educated churchmen were going, okay, we're, well, we're going to tell you what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. And they were not doing – well, they were – in many cases, they were doing a heretical job of it. Mm-hmm. And so the Reformers, learned men, said, wait a second. This is not right. <laughs> I mean, we are so far gone. Mm-hmm. And so then they started – you know, Martin Luther said he wanted a copy of the Scripture – he translated the Bible. He, they wanted a copy of Scripture in the hand of every plowboy in mm-hmm. Germany. Wycliffe and and um, William Tyndale, they wanted a copy of the Bible in English, so where where it, anybody could could get mm-hmm. it. And so they were meeting in secret and so forth. And mm-hmm. it, yeah, it was uh, they they many 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 thousands gave their lives for these truths.
1: Well, as we started by saying, as this lands, it's going to be somewhere around that Independence Day. It gives more weight to that, you know, that we in this country have access to, mm-hmm. to that, that we aren't, that's not being kept from us, that we have the ability right. to, to dive into But it's that also, truth.
2: we should be grateful we have copies of God's Word. We can study it on our own. Mm-hmm. Nobody is telling us what to believe. We're mm-hmm. here at Kitchen Table Theology. We're trying to help you with that, mm-hmm. but we're not saying, "Okay, this is what you should believe." And mm-hmm. if you don't, we're going to come after you. You know, mm-hmm. hey, let me just say this before you sign off. There's an excellent little paperback book. It's 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 kind of become a classic through the years. It's called Here I Stand, mm-hmm. and it's written by Roland Blayton. Roland Blayton, I think it's B-L-A-I-N-T-O-N, but I'm mm. going off of memory there. We'll put a link to it in the show notes, but that's a, that's a short kind of a bio, but also a story of Martin Luther and his stand for the truth of, of God's Word. Hmm. Excellent book. Here I Stand by Roland Blayton. And we've got another book we want to recommend to you.
1: Sure. We've got, we mentioned this last time, The Reformation for Armchair Theologians. Still love that title. <laughs> <laughs> for the cost of about two cups of coffee and a donut, this also can be yours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll give you a solid grounding in the history of the Reformation and its leading ideas. You'll read why there was a Reformation, discover lesser known Reformers, and see how practical lessons from the Reformation apply to today. Today. So we'll hope that you find that helpful. Should we give a little recap here as, as we close to make sure. sure we have a good grasp on this? So the Reformer said that the authority of the church is sola scriptura, that is scripture alone. Rome said that the authority of authority in the church is scripture and tradition. But the Reformer said that Christ is our only mediator, solus Christus. Rome said that men have many mediators, Christ and angels and saints and the Virgin Mary. And we've cleared that up in lots of other podcasts mm-hmm. here. The reformer said that we are saved by faith only.
2: Grace. Oh, did I skip grace? Skip, How did don't I skip grace. Don't ever skip grace. I never skip grace. You've got a daughter named Grayson. You can't skip grace. I do grace. for that
1: very reason. The reformer said that we are saved by grace alone. Sola <laughs> gratia. And Rome said that we're saved by grace and on account of human merit. Now, the reformers said that we're saved by faith alone, sola fida. Rome said that we are saved by faith and our own works and free will. And finally, the reformer said sola dio gloria, to God alone be the glory. Rome said, in effect, that the glory for salvation is partly due to the grace of God and partly due to the sinner. And to boil it down even further, the reformers insisted on only while in Rome insisted
2: on and. I like that. Yeah, good summation. Absolutely. Well,
1: I think that's a good place to tie everything up. We did it in two podcasts, all five of the solace.
2: <laughs> all because of something that you said two podcasts ago. And yeah, it was good. Yeah. So we'll get back on next episode, back on the 33 things.
1: That immediately happen at the moment our, our of salvation. salvation. Yep. Well, hey, thanks again for listening to Kitchen Table Theology. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe at Apple Podcast or whatever platform you're listening from if you like the show. Listening from. From. I'm telling you, it's a tongue twister. You just never know. Even those, those short little words can when get you do sometimes. When we do
2: these early first thing in the morning podcasts, we yes, have a tendency to do th- We do. Mix our words up.
1: <laughs> well, hey, and don't forget to check out today's episode notes as well with those extra resources in there. And yeah. please send us your questions. We need them. We want them. So, Pastor Jeff. Pastor Jeff. At
2: LowCountryCC.org. There you go.
1: And do head on over to JeffCranston.com for more information about Dr. Jeff Cranston. In his books, sermons, leadership notes, and blog posts. And Lord willing, we'll be back next week with another great episode. So there you have it, go deeper. And until next time, always remember that the real power of theology is not only knowing it, but applying it.
0: You've been listening to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast with Jen Denton and Pastor Jeff Cranston. Join us next time for more insights into biblical truth. If you'd like to know more on today's topic, You can check out the show notes at jeffcranston.com. You can also email us at pastorjeff at lowcountrycc.org. If you're enjoying this podcast, would you consider leaving a rating and review on iTunes? We deeply appreciate your help in getting the word out. And be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or in your favorite podcasting app to continue this journey with us as we learn about and apply God's word to our lives. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time here at Kitchen Table Theology.